In today's episode, I'm here to take a hard look on one of the biggest issues in the U.S. Today's topic, abortion. Hi, this is Jayla Womack giving you the real information that you need about the controversial issue of abortion. Let's start by explaining why abortion is one of the many issues in the U.S. right now. As we all know, abortion is a medical procedure to a pregnancy. Abortion is also a sociological problem that involves women's roles in society. But here's the problem. Women are categorized just because they're women. People in parts of the government have very high opinions on how abortion should be dealt with, which now has started a controversial debate on women's rights. Some say abortion should be legal because it is women's right, and women should have a choice to have an abortion or not, not the government or someone else choosing for them. Others think it should be illegal, either because of religious reasons or even just because they think it isn't a good look on a woman's behalf. Because they think women should cherish the baby because not men can have children. But the list goes on and on. As political conflict over abortion in America has moved from the courts to the like the branch of the government, many people have expected that the states rather than the federal governments would become the key to pursuing abortion rights. But while the states undoubtedly with the critical battleground supporters of reproductive choice to have another opinion. I know, right now you are asking yourself how each branch of the government at the national and state level address the issue of abortion. Well, here's how. Let's start off with the legislative branch. Legislative branch impacts change by the Congress continuing to form for proposed legislation and constitutional amendments aimed at limiting or prohibiting the practice of abortion. This section examines the history of the federal legislative response to the abortion issue. In the legislative branch, the federal states endorsing a federal law with such limits could appear to lend legitimacy to pro-life efforts to impose those same limits in state laws. As a result, a statute intended to create a floor could at least indirectly help a curate ceiling on abortion rights. Also, for the legislative branch the state statement stated that there are 21 states that have laws in effect that prohibit quote-unquote partial birth abortions three of these laws only apply to post-viability abortions moving on to the executive branch the executive branch impacted change by it showing how it treated abortion in the executive branch the federal stated that trump has said that women should be punished for choosing abortion and that he has fulfilled his exclusive cabinet with anti-choice extremists also in the executive branch, as the conservative justice of the Supreme Court laid the groundwork to undermine abortion rights as the President Donald Trump and Senate Major Team Leader Mitch McConnell stacked the courts with the political ideologue 11 anti-abortion legislators at the state level and continued to advance dangerous medically unnecessary abortion restrictions. Last but not least is the judicial branch. The judicial branch impacted change by it displaying a case on abortion what it was about, Roe v. Wade. The judicial branch states that abortions should be taken seriously and laws and laws that block them are unconstitutional. In the judicial branch, the federal stated that the federal court ruled in Ruth's favor based on the Ninth Amendment. And at the very end, the state stated for the judicial branch stated that the state of Texas appealed the case to the United States Supreme Court. Before ending today's episode, I want to acknowledge the events that occurred during this lifetime that are related to today's problem of abortion. And I will also be addressing what kind of action will need to be taken by both the state and federal government. Let's start with event one. 
spring 2020. Some anti-abortion politicians sized on the COVID-19 pandemic to try to impose abortion bans. Second event, May 15, 2019. Alabama enacts a near-total ban on abortion. Third event, May 1st, 2019. States have adopted 37 new restrictions on abortion rights and access since the beginning of 2019. And last but not least, event four. During the 1960s and the 1970s, there was a feminist movement. It was better known as the sexual revolution. There were two graduates that took on a lawsuit on pregnant women named Jane Root, overall announcing that the law within the state that she is criminalized abortion. This case was raised for the particular reason because it violates Mrs. Cruz's constitutional right. Now onto addressing what action will need to be taken by both state and federal government. Let's start out with the state actions. These unrelenting state actions demonstrate the need to move beyond relentless on the courts and to advance proactive policies at the state and federal level that ensure true access to abortion rights. Now, onto the federal action, Congress should pass the Women's Health Protection Act, which will prohibit laws that ban abortion before viability and that impose medical unnecessary restrictions on abortion care. This information not only can help because it backs up the problem about abortion, but also gives you a visual of how this is a very big issue, not just from now in 2020, but also many years back beforehand. As this episode comes to an end, as I always say, this is Jaylee Womack giving you the real information that you need about the controversial issue of abortion. Thank you, and I hope that you enjoy today's episode. Mm-hmm.